What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. If you're ready to unleash your marketing potential and crush your small business goals, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Miranda Rodriguez. Over the past four and a half years, I've helped hundreds of small business owners achieve big dreams with small strategic marketing steps. When I say big dreams, I'm talking quitting that part-time job, five times in your income, or opening your first brick and mortar. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to market your business with laugh out loud personal stories, real life client examples, and the occasional F-bomb. Because let's be honest, marketing your small business is so much more than just a marketing problem. Grab your earbuds and let me show you how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. You're listening to episode number 153. This is episode two in a five-part series all about five ways to make more money from your marketing. So last week, we talked about why you started your business, and it was a really grounding activity to kind of get you centered to move forward in the rest of the series. So if you haven't done that yet, I suggest going back and listening to episode number 153. And today we're moving into episode two of this five-part series, and I'm asking you the who and the where. So who is your ideal customer and where are they finding you? So one of my favorite ways to do this in a group setting or a one-on-one setting with clients is to just simply ask them, do you have a favorite customer? Who is that customer? What do you love about that customer and why would you love to have 50 of them, 100 of them, what makes them so easy to work with, maybe they enjoy the process, and then it's really fun to hear what people start saying about their ideal customer, because they do in fact know who that ideal customer is, but sometimes it takes a little effort or a little bit of questioning and pausing and thinking about that to identify why they are your ideal customer. So number one, I want you to just ask yourself, who is my favorite customer? and why. And when you think about why, really think about some of the emotional components there. How do you relate to one another? How do they show up to work with you? How do they, do they talk about your business? Do they love the details you put into that thing that you create and you sell? I did a workshop recently and one of the women said her all-time favorite customers are the people that come in and they notice the details that other people don't. And this tells her right off the bat that they have an appreciation for the artistry of what she's doing. She is creating these things with her own hands. She's putting her time, energy, and effort into it and her money. And she is that creativity speaks to a certain group of people. So what is it about those people that her art speaks to, why does it speak to them? Why does it resonate with them? And so once you've kind of identified who that ideal customer is, I want you to create a name for them. So this has been, it seems so silly and trivial, but really it has been pivotal for my customers over the years to think of a name, come up with a name for their ideal customer, and then write that name down somewhere on their laptop, in their office, in their workspace. Maybe just like, maybe if you have a marketing notes folder on your phone. If you don't, that's a great hack. It's a great way to easily access things like your logo, your brand image, some headshots, some copies, some hashtags. You can dump all those on your phone um, in your notes app. It makes it easy when you're on the go. And I know a lot of us are are doing our marketing if at the very least, if not um, just our social media posting and on the go. So there's a little tip for you 
create a notes app on your phone where you store all of that stuff, okay? And in that folder, then you can put the name and maybe some key things about your target audience. And the reason why I have people do this exercise, have them name their ideal customer, is so you get in the habit of speaking to that person, of signaling to that person. So soon we're gonna get into marketing messaging, not, um, I think that's episode four of this series, but this is gonna play a role in your marketing messaging and developing your marketing messaging and testing that out because I want to change the tone of your messaging so it sounds like you. And it sounds like you when I'm a customer shopping in your store. It sounds like you if I'm interacting with you on Instagram. And this speaks to the larger marketing overarching strategy and branding, and that is brand cohesiveness and making sure that our voice stays the same, whether it's on our website, it's on social media, or that customer is shopping in person, or they are interacting with your brand in some other way. So we want to get to a place where it's consistent, where it feels like you, whether they're online or they're in person, right? And this is the ultimate goal. To We're aiming for that consistency and it starts with identifying who you're talking to and how you're speaking to them. So we'll get to marketing messaging. But the second part of this then, once you've identified who you're talking to and who that ideal customer is, I really want you to think about and ask yourself the question, where are people finding out about me? Where are they encountering your business for the first time? Is it on social media? Is it your podcast? Is it the shop? Or maybe you're a part of a maker's market or you attended an art fair this year. You did a pop-up in some way. Are they finding out from you there? And then you can go a little bit deeper. What brings them back? Like if they if they met with you at, they discovered you at an art fair or a, a market pop-up, like an artisan market type thing. And then they, li- they liked what they saw and they bought something from you. What are they doing next? Are they going to Instagram? Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. This, it's all so interconnected, but I want you to at the, for the purpose of this episode, who is your favorite customer? What about them makes them your favorite? Why are they your favorite? List some characteristics. Name them. So it could be the actual name of your favorite customer or you could choose another name. And then I want you to ask yourself, where are they finding out about you? So part of this is that we want to identify the activities in our business that are moving the needle forward. So this speaks to the title of this whole series, which is five ways to make more money from your marketing. This is one of those ways. So by identifying who your target audience is and figuring out where they're finding out about you, you can now focus your marketing efforts. If you are short on time, if you are short on emotional bandwidth, if you are just not interested in spreading yourself so thin or feeling like you're hustling or grinding, figure out where your people are finding out about you and only show up there. Unless you're in a position where you wanna try something new, you wanna test something for 90 days, then you can experiment with other things or start to add other activities. But if you're just trying to move the needle forward and make the most of the time you have available to market your business, then you wanna ask yourself, what are your lead generating activities? Another phrase for this is, income producing activities. All right, so step four, I'm going to share with you an exercise my business coach had us do in a recent, um, I was in a like a sales strategy group with her. Her name is Erica Tebbins. If anyone wants to follow her, I love her. And this exercise blew my mind and it shifted my entire strategy for the second half of, of 
well, it was really for the the third quarter. So anyway, kind of the second half of the year though too. So what she had us do, it was part of our pre-work for the group, was to make a list. So create a spreadsheet. I did mine in Google Drive because that's where I do everything, but you can do Excel, wherever. You have the ability to do a spreadsheet. If you just want to write it down, you can do that too. But create a spreadsheet of all of the customers you've worked with in the past. You can either do six months Six months to 12 months. You you pick the time frame anywhere in between six and 12 months. Write their name down. Write what they bought from you, or you can write the first thing they bought from you if you don't want to, if you have a product based business and you don't want to list everything they've bought from you. So maybe just start with the first thing they bought from you. And then in the third column, I want you to make a lit. I want you to write down where they heard about you. So make a list of your customers, write down how each one found out about you, and then tally it up. Where are they finding out about you? What is the most popular way they're finding out about you? What is the second most popular way? What's the third most popular way? So we did this and this was before, you know, right as I think my podcast launch was happening. So prior to the podcast launch, um, and actually still now, really, if I'm being honest, my podcast is not a lead generating activity. It is great to have it. And it is it complements my business so beautifully. And I love the podcast. Personally, it's one of my favorite ways to connect with my community. And thank you so much for being here and for listening and for sharing it. Um, But it does not get me currently new clients. It complements my business. It supports my business. And it is a great resource that especially if I'm meeting people for the first time, I can share this great free resource. We have so many episodes on here now that they can go back and they can get an entire marketing education. Like if I was a new business owner, and I didn't know where to start, this would be a great place to start because there are so many episodes dedicated to building and growing and organizing your business and executing a marketing plan. But it is not where my leads come from. So if it comes down to if I have a time crunch or a schedule crunch and I need something, I need to offload something, it's going to be the podcast, right? Because right now that's not where my clients are finding me and it's not why they're hiring me. They are finding me elsewhere And then the podcast is secondary or maybe even farther down that line. And so that's why it's important to identify where your customers are finding you and then go and do more of those things. So what I learned about my business during that activity was that workshops and presentations and in-person networking and client referrals, like all of those in-person things, all of those um, opportunities for other people to get to know me, that's when they're hiring me. And what is so interesting about that is back when I used to be applying for jobs, I always knew that if I could just get to the interview stage, I would be a candidate for the role because I am I'm strong in person. I'm a strong communicator. That speaks to my communication strengths. It speaks to what I think is fun. Like I did a presentation recently and I have three this week actually. And it was so much fun. It was a group of local business owners and we just had a great time. And that is like one of the times and I really am in my element. I'm in my zone. And so lucky for me, that translates. Or is it lucky? Because I show up in those instances I know I love to do that. I know that that's an environment I thrive in, presenting about marketing, interacting with local business owners, talking about marketing, making it fun and accessible and doable and simple. So that's why it works, right? 
because my energy is different versus some of these other tactics that might work for other business owners, like to run courses or to run memberships, right? It, that works for some people, but that, that doesn't have to work for me if that's not my strength. So I want you to really, the sweet spot here is figuring out who you're speaking to, where they're finding you, and how you have what activity is the most fun for you? Like what marketing activity is the most fun for you? And making it's at that intersection that you're going to figure out like, oh, making money is easy. Growing my business is easy. It's just figuring out what that intersection is and what it looks like for your business. So to wrap it up in this second episode in this five-part series for five ways to make more money from your marketing, we are answering the questions, who am I talking to? Who is my ideal customer? Where are they finding me? And how do I love to communicate? And then using that to streamline your marketing plan and to focus your efforts in that those areas, we'll say top three, maybe two only. That's it. That's it. I don't want you to do anything else for the rest of the summer. Just focus on that and see how your business grows and then track that progress. All right, we're going to talk about all of this next. Thank you so much for being here. I'll be back with you next week. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to another episode. If you loved what you heard today, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your community on Instagram. Be sure to tag me at marketing uninhibited so I can share you with my community. And don't forget that you can achieve your big business dreams with small marketing steps. Talk to you next week.